This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, July the 29th as we are paused. <laughs> the Philadelphia Phillies season is in a pause, as they say. The Phillies... Hopefully, we'll be able to get back into action on Friday at home, technically, but not the home team against the Toronto Blue Jays on Friday. The Blue Jays supposed to come into Philly in a series that was originally scheduled to be in Toronto, could not be in Toronto because Canada, and it seems very smartly, said, you're not allowed to play in our country. And now Buffalo will be the home for the Blue Jays, but the Buffalo minor league stadium that they will be playing in is not ready yet for action, and thus the Phillies will be playing at Citizens Bank Park, but batting first and the quote-unquote road team for the matchup. Again, assuming it can even happen. Here's where we stand at the moment. The Marlins are on pause until Monday at least when, of course, they're scheduled to play the Phillies. (laughs) Just the way these things work. Um In Miami, I doubt that that will happen. But again, this is a very fluid situation. Obviously, if you listen to yesterday's show, you know where I'm coming from in an anger, frustration type of perspective on this. But um, let's look at where the situation is and and all that, and then we'll we'll move forward. But um, again, the the key is so far no Phillies players, a clubhouse attendant tested positive, but no Phillies players have tested positive. So as of right now, we are looking good. But again, we all know about incubation and all that type of stuff. So um, that is the reason or one of the reasons the Phillies will not be playing until at least Friday, some days off for some testing. Give it some time. The last time the Phillies would have been in contact with the Marlins would have been on Sunday. Um, So and again, I know that the incubation period can be longer, but it does seem like the highest percentage of cases uh, appear within five days. So um, I don't know. I don't know. Look, um, and we'll get to the Marlins part of this as well, because there is a very, very, very troubling report about the Marlins that is circulating around. But um, just the the situation where it's out in Major Baseball, and, and again, it does look like the Marlins will be off till at least Monday. The Phillies, assuming negative tests keep coming through, will be off until Friday when the Blue Jays come down. We will see if that happens. There is still, of course, the potential for those games to get postponed as well, creating a real, a real thing. For Major League Baseball, yesterday as all this was going down, the Nationals said, hey, we're not going to Florida. They were supposed to go to Florida over the weekend. They they, they took a team vote. 
players said, yeah, we don't feel comfortable going to Florida. Um, Major League Baseball, instead of ruling on that specific thing, decided to just cancel the weekend's game. So now the Washington Nationals will be off this weekend. The Marlins will not be playing. The Phillies hopefully will be playing. I mean, it's the Blue Jays. We don't know. The Yankees and the Orioles will be playing, as those were the teams who were supposed to face the Marlins and the Phillies respectively over this little stretch of time here, these four days that were supposed to be Phillies-Yankees. And uh, and that's where we go from here. Look, this is a massive thing for Major League Baseball. I talked about this yesterday, but if, if, and it is a big if, but if these Phillies tests for the players continue to come up negative uh, and the fact that, that it does not transfer from the Marlins to the Phillies in any meaningful way would be a really, really good thing for Major League Baseball. Uh, look, uh, it feels like they're plowing through no matter what. I mean, look, we... We had Rob Manfred, and we talked a lot about this yesterday, but Rob Manfred come out and talk about the protocols and blah, 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 blah. And this isn't a nightmare scenario, and we'll shut it down if, if it gets to this, even though like you you talk about a team being completely rendered non-competitive, and that's what has literally happened to the Miami Marlins. They will have 15 players on their 30-man roster who have tested positive. Um, clearly, uh, you, you would call a major competitive disadvantage. Um, but baseball's plowing forward, and and as we talked about yesterday, look, it costs a lot of money to start the season up. They are not ending it unless they have to. So, look, and we talked about yesterday too. David Price made it very clear they don't care about player safety, and I don't. I like it doesn't feel like they do. That's for sure. Certainly not at the same level they care about pushing forward with the season, which is again understandable. And I expected it coming in, and I want baseball, and you know, as long as players are are comfortable and all that, like cool. But man. Not just just considering we're so short in the season two, it's just such a, a horrendous look for the sport. Obviously, it's making other sports fearful. NFL, I'm sure, is watching this play out and biting their lip and and wondering what's going to happen and and will it transfer from team to team and all that type of stuff. I mean, there's just it's a really a really frustrating situation, especially frustrating that the Phillies are at the epicenter of it. Especially because the Phillies didn't do anything wrong. Let's get to the Marlins part of this, um, and then we'll get back to the whole you know, situation at Al, all that. But um, so there's a report that has serviced Bob Nightingale out in front of it saying that the reason the Marlins were exposed to COVID 19 and the reason that the locker room outbreak has happened is because. Players were out partying in Atlanta when they went there for their exhibition game. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. Nightingale went on 93-7, the fan in Pittsburgh. He said he didn't uh, think it was a fluke that some guys, quote-unquote, got careless. And at least one guy for sure that was exposed to the virus went out to party. Just, um, okay. Look. Here's the thing. I get it. Look, we, we went into this knowing that we're talking about a bunch of, you know, 20 to 40-year-old millionaires, right? I mean, for the most part. And not everyone's a millionaire and not everyone's 20 to 40 and all that. We get it. But we're talking about younger guys um, who are used to a certain lifestyle and a certain way of life and all that. I get it. But at the same time, like, if you're a baseball player and you are willing to take on this responsibility of this unique season, and you're getting paid for the unique season. It is incumbent upon you to care about everyone else in the league also doing what you're doing. 
You have a responsibility to those other players. Didi Gregorius, a perfect example of someone who is immunocompromised. He has to wear a mask at all times on the field, which, by the way, I can't believe Major League Baseball is not just implemented. Make them all wear masks. Like, what are we doing? Make them all wear masks. Again, I, I keep saying, what are we doing? That's been like the line of the last few days because I can't believe how simple some of this stuff is and the lack of, of ability to execute this stuff. Make everyone wear masks, regardless. Didi Gregorius is someone who's come out and said, I have a kidney issue. I am immunocompromised. I have to wear a mask when I play, but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna be here. I'm still gonna play. I'm still gonna do it. Like, how can you be a Marlins player and think about a guy like that, knowing you're going up against a guy like that, and then be so careless as to go out and put yourself in danger and as a result, put your entire team in danger, even if it was only one guy, particularly if it's more than one guy. This is outrageous. It is outrageous. Major League Baseball needs to do an investigation in this and they need to figure out who it is. They won't. They won't. I mean, let's be real. They're going to sweep this away as, as quickly as they possibly can because, look, they know other teams are doing it. And, and also, we don't know that they put any rules in the in the player guidelines. I know that the NFL, it appears, is putting in language in their – had put in language in their CBA for this season that if players are caught in certain places, like at a bar with more than 15 people, they can get fined. Major League Baseball should have done that. Obviously, they didn't, it, it appears. Um, and also, you know, it's a how do you prove it and all that type of stuff, but – I mean, this is this is carelessness of the highest order. It is an absolute joke. I think the Marlins need to be penalized in some way, shape, or form. Again, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think there's any way in the CBA to make it happen. I, it's just incredibly frustrating that, that a team, knowing what every team is facing, knowing what every player is facing, knowing that people have families at home and all that type of stuff, you would think that for two months... Two months. I'm not asking you to go in a bubble. You, you, you wouldn't do the bubble. Bubble would have been the move. Look at NBA and NHL. They're like, <laughs> we got no new tests. We're good. We're chilling. Like, come on. And the NHL's up there like, ha Yeah, everything's going great. I mean, come on, man. So you don't do the bubble. You need players to have some semblance of accountability and responsibility. I don't know. Act like an adult. I spent the last four and a half months coming to work every day acting like an adult, putting my mask on, being careful, limiting the people I interact with, absolutely not putting myself in a stupid situation because I know that if I get sick and I bring it into my radio station and I get the hosts I work with sick or I get my boss sick or whatever, then that's a major issue for my team, my radio station where I work. That's my team. And that is such a smaller scale than what we're talking about here. Not only did he put his team, the Florida Marlins, in danger, clearly, as at least half the team is ravaged with this virus that we still don't know the long-term effects, all that type of stuff. I mean, it's unbelievable that you would have that type of gall to put everyone you work with at risk like that, whether it was one player, whether it was two, whether it was ten. All of you, all of you should be ashamed, ashamed of yourselves. Ashamed of yourself. And you take that a step further. Now you're endangering the rest of the league. That's what's happening here. The Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, and by the way, how about endangering the hotel attendants who work there? The people who brought your food. The bus driver. You are putting so many people in danger by being careless. By having no accountability. By not acting like an adult. Who is getting paid a lot of money to play a kid's game. It is outrageous. There needs to be more anger.
at the Florida Marlins. More anger at the players who did this. They're, I mean, this is it, it is so unacceptable. And again, I know I know nothing's gonna happen. Baseball's not gonna do anything about it. I, I you know. Now, baseball did announce that that the uh, Nationals, the Yankees, and the Phillies will get paid for these games that they are missing. They did not announce that the Marlins will. They shouldn't. They should not get paid. And again, I know that it's some people screwing it up for others, but you got to do something to to let people know that this type of behavior is completely and totally wholly unacceptable. It is a travesty that this was allowed to happen. Don Mattingly, get your players in line. Marlins, get your players in line. Derek Jeter, what the hell are you doing? Seriously, this is an organizational failure. This is an embarrassment, especially from a team that's in Florida. And they were in Atlanta. You're in two states that are, are much more lax about their, their laws that you have. for, for and, and thus, they're hotspots right now. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? The whole season rests on these guys having some self-control. On these guys putting other people's needs and wants and hopes and dreams above their own or on par with their own. Seriously. I mean, this is an absolute travesty. If they said, you know what, we're forfeiting the rest of the Marlins and the Marlins don't deserve to play, they don't get paid, I would accept, I would support that. It won't happen. It would never happen. There's a union that would fight against all this stuff. The players get paid all this stuff. I, I, They deserve to have their season shut down. Seriously, that's how angry I am about this. That's how angry everyone should be. Everyone should be this angry about this. The Florida, the Miami Marlins have put the entire Major League Baseball season in jeopardy because they wanted to go out and party a little bit in Atlanta. Or maybe it's just one guy. Maybe one guy has put the entire season in jeopardy because he's like, I want to go party in Atlanta. <laughs> It's so beyond outrageous. It is so upsetting, angering, frustrating. I'm just, I'm livid. And and everyone should be. And again, look, maybe this isn't true. Bob Nightingale's a pretty good reporter, so I'm guessing it is. But you never know. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to just trust that a report is definitely true without, you know, 100% verification all that. But it does appear that it's true. Bob Nightingale's a very good reporter and does not just throw things out there. Um, so, man, um, just a, uh, just a bummer and, and the Miami Marlins should be villain number one in baseball. I, I look, I'm, I'm more of an Astros fan than a, than a Marlins fan right now. How about that? How about that? All the Astros did was cheat. The Marlins put people in danger. The Marlins put our team in danger, our city in danger. It is an absolute travesty. They deserve to be penalized. They deserve to be punished. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're going to do, but something has to happen because this is an absolute embarrassment, and it is, um, it's wrong. And I'm, I'm, I'm furious. I'm absolutely furious about it. And as a result, we're not watching the Phillies right now, and we're just sitting here waiting for tests, hoping, praying that it didn't transfer across the field to the Philadelphia Phillies, hoping that our season two is not about to get completely submarined. Because, like, look at the Marlins. Like, your season's over. Your season was over before it began. I get it, but you're 2-1. You won two games against the Phillies start. But, like, now you're, you're without half your team for potentially two weeks or whatever. Who knows how long some of these guys will be out. It's over. Pack it up. Shut it down. I mean, playing with it. I mean, look, the Marlins roster is already minor league guests to start. 
Now they're going to really be playing with a minor league, a minor leaguer minor leagues roster. I mean, it's just, and again, for them to be so careless, and we have seen the Marlins now two times, I mean, again, this whole situation, but two specific decisions that are so freaking unbelievably careless to go out and to put yourself in that situation, and then, again, to know that there were people on the team with an outbreak and to play the game on Sunday. It is, uh, <laughs> oh, man, I hate the Marlins. I am, I'm a deep hate of the Marlins right now, and I think well-deserved. I, I think this is, um, again, embarrassing. Embarrassing for the sport. It's put the whole sport in jeopardy. You know, this is, um, again, we've seen the Phillies play three games. We waited so long for Phillies baseball, and we've seen them play three games, and now the season's on pause because these freaking idiots in Florida. That's why. And they deserve to get derided for it. They deserve to get torn apart for all the stupid, ridiculous decisions made along the way. Don Mattingly, Miguel Rojas, the entire freaking roster, y'all suck. You suck. And you have put the Major League Baseball season in jeopardy by playing that game on Sunday and by allowing your players to go out and do things that they did. And I get it. You can't control a baseball team always. These guys are adults. If uh, Blame Major League Baseball for not doing a bubble. But if you want to, you know, or blame the Players Association, whatever you want to say. But, you know, you're not in a bubble, so you can't control these players in that same way. I get it. These guys are going to do things, like, especially on the road. I get it. But, man, the fact they went out and played on Sunday, chose to play on Sunday, especially in light of all this, is just... It's astounding. It's truly astounding, and it's and again, it's it's put this whole season in jeopardy. This whole thing is in jeopardy because of this. And uh, look, we'll see how it plays out. It is, of course, and again, this is not a you know, it's a bad thing, period. But it could end up being something that Major League Baseball can learn from. You know, you try and take the silver linings from it. If the Phillies players do not test positive, baseball can look at this and say, all right, we know that that it is very unlikely now that. It will transfer from team to team. That is a real positive. We know that, and again, this is all fluid. I mean, potentially just because it doesn't transfer from the Marlins to the Phillies doesn't mean that it couldn't transfer from another team to another, but at least you can look at it and say, all right, we have evidence that says that in this specific situation where a team has this many infected players that it didn't transfer over in any significant way is a is a meaningful thing. I mean, that is something where baseball could say, all right, this is a, a positive sign for us. The NFL will say, wow, that's, that's good to know. And again, now, NFL completely different because they're all touching each other all the time, breathing on each other all the time. So I don't think it really translates that well. But um, you know, I think this is something where baseball can can look at it and say that's great. We, you know, look at the positives here, and can learn from it. Can learn from the situation of having to pause a team. It's a lot of ripple effects. I mean, the question of of will these teams play sixty games? Unlikely. I mean, the Marlins are not playing sixty games. It's going to come down to percentages. Um, you know, it's going to come down to winning percentage. The Phillies might not play 60 games. You know, they're going to try and reschedule the games with the Marlins, uh, with the Yankees, it appears. Um, there is a chance they've talked about the idea that when the Yankees and Orioles are supposed to play next, that those two teams would face the Phillies and uh, Marlins like they were supposed to this week. They're going to try and figure that stuff out, obviously. And uh, But it's put a bill, real big wrench in the schedule, and it's really put into question whether the Phillies will play 60 games. The Phillies only have, what, like four off days to begin with, six off days to begin with. Um, and now they face those up in a week. Um, and granted, again, they can, you know, remove, you know, re-adjust um, the schedule and, and maybe fit games in here and there versus the Yankees that would have been against the Orioles and all this type of stuff. I mean, there are ways, hopefully, that they could do these things. But, I mean, look, we're we're one week into the season and we've already got two teams on pause. We've got the Nationals taking the weekend off because the team they're facing is on pause. We have the Phillies Hopefully playing this weekend. Hopefully we'll see Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, and Jake Arrieta, which would be the rotation apparently. 
um, going against the Blue Jays this weekend. Please, we need it um, desperately. But again, like it is all tenuous, and it is all because the Florida Marlins, the Miami Marlins, putting this season really in a, a tenuous spot, and it's just it's just angering and frustrating. And and you know, again, we had spent so long waiting, so long hoping for baseball to come back. Just just. Again, I've said this multiple times, but but the 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 pure undulated joy and and giddiness that I felt on Friday night watching the Phillies play a meaningful baseball game again was unlike anything I've felt in a long time, and it was just pure joy. And now for this quick, this quick, this quick to go this way is just a real disappointment. And um, you know, all we can do now is hope for the best. All we can do is say, all right, well. Let's hope they work this out. Let's hope that uh, they're able to figure this thing out and and um, you know the Phillies can move forward and that they can learn from this and and we can maybe you know have a full season here. But right now it is it is a tenuous, scary situation. Um, speaking of that, real quick though, before we get out of here, obviously we'll continue to talk about this. We won't have a Phillies game for the rest of the week, at least until Friday. So while we do shows, so we won't have Philly game to talk about. So a lot of this to, to continue to get into, but. Um, figured quickly just to look around the league as, as again, you know, the Phillies and the Marlins are the only team teams on pause right now. So the rest of Major League Baseball is playing games. Um, I thought it'd be, uh, you know, fun that in the midst of our pause, we can at least look around Major League Baseball and just check out some records, see how everyone's doing. <laughs> Why not see that other teams are playing baseball? Um, funny enough, maybe the most ironic part of this whole thing is that even without playing a game since this weekend, sitting at 2-1, and one, the Miami Marlins are in first place in the National League East. Of course they are! Of course they are, and that's a good, like how how low uh, how many games what's the lowest amount of games for the winning percentage to count is actually a really interesting question if they are going to do a winning percentage thing because you know what if the Marlins shut down the season I don't think anyone's doing better in six sixty seven you know you never know um, so the Marlins are in first the uh, Mets at three and two in second and then uh, interesting because the Braves and the Nats the two favorites the Braves at two and three the Nationals at one and four off to a real rough start so far this season of course the Phillies right there with them at one and two. Less games played, but so far an interesting start to the division. Certainly um, flipped upside down right now. You know, you'd expected the Braves and the Nats to be at the top there at the bottom along with the Phillies, and you thought the Marlins and the Mets, especially the Marlins and the Marlins out in front right now, obviously that will not last with their joke of a of a roster that they'll be rolling out soon enough, assuming they can play baseball games. But um, it is uh, ironic is the word. Uh, NL Central, just an early look. The, the Cubs out to the best start in the division, 4-1. and one. Cardinals 2-2, two and two, Brewers 2-3, two and three, Pirates 2-3, and three, Reds at 1-4. and four. And then the West, the Padres getting out to a nice hot start. A young, talented roster at 4-1. The Rockies at 3-1. Dodgers 3-2, Giants 2-3, Diamondbacks 2-3. There are no undefeated teams in Major League Baseball. 4-1, the best record in the American League. You see the Indians and the Rays both sitting at four and one, the Orioles at two and one, the Mets, at, you know, Yankees at two and one. Those two teams, obviously, um, uh, a couple games down based on this whole situation, have not played the last couple nights as they were supposed to. But uh, both doing good. The Indians and the Twins at four and one and three and one out in front in that division. I'm sure that will continue. And then the Astros and the A's at three and two each, also out in front there, just by uh, a game. Again, this is super early, but I thought it'd be fun. I don't know to actually realize that that baseball is still being played, even though you know, even though the Phillies are not allowed. Not allowed to play baseball games on their schedule right now for good reason, but not allowed to play baseball games. Man, uh, that is a incredible uh, level of frustration with that. But even though the Phillies are not allowed to play baseball games, there is baseball going on around the league, and it'll be fun to check out what's happening and 
Um, again, look, it's it's broke well for the Phillies minus this. You know, the, the Braves and the Nats starting out slow is good. <laughs> Man, it's just so unbelievable, again, to, to wait this long to have such a slog to get to this this thing that we all desperately wanted back and, and waited so long for and look forward to so much to just right there that quick just to, to pause it is incredibly frustrating. So all we can do right now is we hope that, that these test results keep coming back negative. I'm sure they will test the Phillies every day until Friday, assuming there are no positive results through Friday. My guess is we'll see the Phillies playing baseball Friday night, whether or not that is smart or not, I don't know. Um, but if they're negative through then, um, I, I, I think it's obviously a good sign. The more negative tests they get, the, the better. Um but uh, you would assume they'll be back on Friday against the Blue Jays. We will see. That is the current plan. And, and look, I I want to be safe and healthy, and I also want to see the Phillies play baseball. So, you know, it's one of those uh, just hope for the best. I'm, I'm prepared for the worst, but I'm hoping for the best. And I do, do feel optimistic about the early test results and all that, but obviously we don't know. So fingers crossed we'll keep waiting. We'll keep talking about it. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll continue to, to discuss this situation and see where it goes from here, as I'm sure things will change between – now and tomorrow as they have from yesterday to today and the day before to, to, to yesterday and all that. So I'm sure more will change until then. Uh, we'll continue to talk about it. So until tomorrow, stay safe, stay healthy, and thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.